Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican mental, like the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Before I start, can everybody hear me? Before I start, good evening. I'm the intellectual Nubin Minkari's Mental Ed Radio. Can everybody hear me? I want to make sure everybody can hear me before I start. Make sure everything's clear. Let's stay class. Clear. I'm intellectual Nubin Minkari's. This is Mental Ed Radio. And tonight, we're going to be asking the question, has so-called white supremacy or has it been black degeneracy that has destroyed our people? Again, I said I wasn't going to speak on this black thing, and I'm not speaking on it for the reason that everybody thinks. I'm not interested in waking up black people because I know that that's a waste of time. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, black people are caught in, so-called black people are caught in a perpetual mind frame of submission. Black is a program. I told you that before. Black is a program. It is a program of submission. It is meant to be submissive to Caucasian or white people. That's what the whole idea of black is. It is meant to be based in submission. It is not meant to be based in anything of any form of any power. It was not meant to be that way when that title was given to our people, black people. You had a whole group of people steal the identities of another group of people and give them a false identity. So when you allow things like this to happen, when you allow yourselves to give in to so-called supremacy, it's really not the supremacy of a people that get you. It's the degeneracy of the people who allow themselves to be affected by it. So again, has White supremacy or black degeneracy destroyed our people. Black degeneracy, hands down. Black degeneracy. You see? Because like I said, it's no coincidence that people tend to gloss over the things that we do in our neighborhoods and our communities. They gloss over that because they want to talk about white people and what white people haven't done for us or what white people haven't done for our neighborhood or what uh, Caucasian politicians haven't done for our people. You looking for people to do something for our people who have done nothing for our people before. So why should anything be any different? They had this argument one time where you always hear black people talking about um, Willie Lynch and Jim Crow and, you know, oh, you know, we were victims and the white man put drugs in our neighborhood and, you know, and put guns in our neighborhood and that's why our neighborhoods are bad. But that's the argument, like I said, of children. That's people with a childlike mentality who say things like that. You see? Only somebody would say, you know, oh, you know, you can't leave a loaded gun and a bag of drugs around a bunch of children because they're going to shoot themselves, or they're going to use the drugs, or they're going to hurt themselves in some kind of way. You only give an argument to people, to uh, children, about things like that. That's not something that adults would say. That proves to you, again, like I said, black people have the minds of children because, you know, Responsible people, adult people would say, well, we're not going to use the drugs, and if we see the guns, we're going to take them, and we're going to use them to protect our neighborhoods and our community, and we're not going to shoot each other with them. We're not going to rob and steal with them. You see, we're going to take them, and we're going to store them for future use if necessary. That's what adult, adult, and they throw the drugs away. 
They throw the drugs away. They don't allow people to sell drugs in their neighborhoods. Using the white man, CIA or FBI or whatever alphabet agency black people want to use as an excuse for being degenerate, for participating in degeneracy and black degeneracy is a failed, failed explanation. It is a garbage explanation. You cannot sit up here and claim that your so-called black man is God and the black woman's a God, but then you're sitting up here looking for white people to blame for your predicament. I said this before and I say it again. The only way you blame people for your predicament is if you see these people as supreme to you and superior to you. Obviously, if you believe in a system of white supremacy or that white people are supreme, then you believe these people are supreme to you. You believe they're superior to you. Anybody that's talking about the system of white supremacy those are the people who believe that white people are supreme to them, that they are superior. Because you will never hear white people ever use the term black supremacy. They will never use that. You see, that's an insult to them because they know that black people are not supreme. And the worst part is they know black people don't see themselves as supreme. You see, when you don't want to sit up here and say, oh, you know, uh, the reason why our neighborhood is messed up is because these little niggas are selling drugs in the neighborhood and gangbanging and killing each other and making an unsafe environment for my children where I can't walk out the street or I can't even sit in my home and a bullet might come through my window and kill my child or kill my woman or kill my family member. I got to worry about that. You going to tell me that's white supremacy or black degeneracy? You going to tell me that the white man doing that? He's shooting up your neighborhoods. He's making it unsafe for you to move around. He's making, he, he making it so you can't go in certain neighborhoods and whatnot without these niggas sitting up here giving you the screw face and ready to eyeball you and rob you. Is that the white man making that happen, or is that black, black people doing that? Is that black degeneracy? Because we always say that you know, change or extension or growth starts at home. It starts at home. It don't start no place else. It starts at home. You see? It starts at home. And the only way that it will continue to grow from home is if we're doing a whole lot of home improvements. You see, home improvements have to be made in the home in order for the people to get better. We can't look for people on the outside to fix our problem. We can't look for politicians. We can't look for reparations. We can't look for any of this nonsense that black people still believe in their mind and their delusional mind that will help them overcome what's going on with them in society. Black people really think that white people have the problem to fix their situation with money, with politicians, with empty promises, you see, with, their, with, a, with a fake God or Jesus or a devil a religion or some science or some theory or philosophy, they really believe that white people got the answers to their problems. If they didn't believe that, you wouldn't see them sitting around here asking white people for reparations, asking this government for reparations, asking the so-called system of white supremacy to break them off some money for slavery, for slavery of all things. Again, people are always talking about, you know, you want to leave a lasting impression on the people, what is the best lasting impression to leave on the people? The best lasting impression to leave is an impression that is unfinished. The unfinished impression is what you leave on the people. You see, the unfinished impression is what you leave on the people. And what is the unfinished impression? 
constant and continuous racism. See, you need that in your life. You so-called black people need that in your life so that you can remember because y'all tend to forget. You know, as black people, black people are very forgetful. Black people are very forgetful. They are very forgetful. They're very childlike in their mentality. They're very, they act very delusional and naive. You see, this is why nobody takes black people seriously. We are the source of our own problem. I said this before. Blame thyself. Look at our degeneracies. Like I said, we have no real community. I wish people stopped using this delusional title of a black community. There is no such thing as a black community. We have no community without law. Without order, there is no community. Without leadership, there is no community. Without law, without order, without community, without leadership, there is no community. There is none. That's an illusion. You look at the so-called Jews, they have a community because they follow community law. They follow a community order. That's why they are tight. That's why they deliver children who end up being more at more of an asset to society than liabilities to society. They end up being more asset to society than liabilities. They coming from a community of people who live by law and order amongst themselves. And when children can see that stability in their community, when they know that they're not going to walk outside their house and get robbed, they know they're not going to walk outside their house and see and feel and hear gunfire or make get shot on their way to school, you see, or that they're not going to get miseducated and a racist system because they setting up the system and building and teaching their own children. See, that's a form of supremacy. When people can stand up for themselves, take accountability for themselves, and fix themselves. It is not supreme for you to sit up here and blame other people for your problem, whether they cause it or not, because at the end of the day, nobody can really cause your problem unless you put yourself in their hands and trust them and allow them to put you in the hole that you in. Like I told you before, would there have been slavery in this country? Would black people have been in slavery if they did not trust white people? If they did not trust the white people that came over here, gentrifying their country, nationalizing their country, Right? Colonizing their country. And I mean, when I say our country, I mean our country, America. Not Africa, America. Our country. The country of the bronze man and the bronze woman, America. See, we trusted. We trusted. We had compassion. We trusted. And we allowed people to come up here and settle, and we let people, uh, people who are systematic in their behavior of brutality, we allowed these people to come in here and set up a system, and that system that they set up did not include you. And now you so-called black people are mad because the system didn't include you, because the system wasn't thinking about you. The system was only for them, you see. And you thought, a lot of you thought that the system would include you. A lot of you thought the system would include you. And it doesn't for a rude awakening. The system will never include you. See, that's a form of degeneracy because you want to be involved in a system that you say is degenerate, that you say is based on brutality, that you say is based on demonic, uh, uh, demonic uh, 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 um, practices, but you, yet you so-called black people want to join the system. You want to join the system. You want to be a part of the system that you claim is demonic, 
filthy. You want to send your children to the schools. You want to be educated by them. You want to lay with them. You want to uh, uh, you want to repeat everything they say. You want to follow and believe in everything they say. So what does that say? Do you really believe that this system is flawed or destroyed if you're still following this system? And if you are following this system, that is a form of black degeneracy from your former slave masters. You see, nobody can make so-called black people Nobody can make so-called black people into what they what they are. Like I said, you became what you were over time. Black people became what they were over time because they've accepted things, limited ideas and stereotypes and ideas about themselves. They've accepted things. And then their acceptance of things, and in their acceptance of things, they have become as they say, persona non grata, not considered amongst the world and the people, because like I said, you don't see the other races of people crying out about white supremacy. No. What you see these people doing is they're going to just go ahead and get their own thing together. They're not going to sit up here and worry about white people. Because, you, again, if you're sitting up here waiting for white people to change, you might as well sit up here and just, like I said, drop dead. Drop dead. You're waiting for them to change this system. Drop dead. You see, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, when he was around, he focused on the cleaning up of our people. He didn't focus on telling our people to go out into the streets and, and, and find a white friend and recruit white people and try to change their mind about black people. No. He cleaned up black people, so-called black people. He focused solely on so-called black people. That's what he did. He focused on black people. He focused on cleaning up our people. He focused on the evolution of our people, which is what he's supposed to have done. See, because he realized that and moving us to a different location, giving us a whole bunch of money, giving us a bunch of politicians with empty promises is not going to bring us to a higher state of being. No, it is not. Donald Elijah Muhammad was interested in bringing us to a higher state of being. Dr. Malachi York was interested in bringing us to a higher state of being. Nubin Minkari is interested in bringing us to a higher state of being. And when I say us, the number has shortened a great deal because I'm not talking about black people anymore. I'm through talking about black people and saving or raising black people because I realize that that's not going to happen. Those who are going to heed this message, those who are going to listen to this message, they were never of the black race anyway. They were never of the black race. Those who are going to listen to this message those who are going to heed this message were never of the black race. They were always of the bright race because the black race, like I said, they already got their minds made up. Their minds are already programmed to be Uncle Tom's, Sambo's, Coons, Bedwinches, Bedbucks. That's already in their mind. You're not going to do anything to change it. Boule, all that. That's already programmed in them. You see, that was programmed in them deep and heavy on the plantation. So much so that those of our people who are the elect, if you get ne- if you ever notice you get next to these so-called black people who really believe in this whole black thing and this white thing and this whole, you know, uh, uh, um, white supremacy uh, thing, you see that there's a total difference in us and them. Those of us who have our minds and our minds are coming together versus those of the people who are of the belief. They are of the belief that they are black people. They are of the belief that they are African-Americans, Negroes, a false narrative. 
So if you believe in a false narrative, if you accept a false narrative, then that makes you a false people. And that makes your desire and your wants and claims from so-called white supremacy false as well. I told you, black people have no problem with white supremacy. They just want so-called white supremacy. They just want so-called white supremacy to be nice to them. They want to be accepted by white supremacy. This is what they want. They want to be accepted by white supremacy. This is what they ultimately want. They don't want any evolution amongst our people because truth be told, black people, they don't see people who are kept down, the people who keep themselves down. Again, black people, realistically, the mass majority of black people do never, will never see or can never see our people in rulership and in power. So if our people, our own people can't see us in rulership and in power, if our own people can't see the need for a community, if our own people can't see the need in coming together and sticking together, if our own women, the, uh, some of them, See that oh it's no difference so called black and white is the same or you know or you so called black men every woman is saying I could be with any other woman if they if like I said if the mass majority of your people are like that then what chance do you have when you got people like this what chance do you really have how how does the world take you seriously as a people when you got people who are not seriously serious about themselves as a community as a nation they're not serious about themselves see white people are that's why they in rulership like i said what you call them white supremacy is not supreme it is common it is commonplace it is supposed to be common for people of the same kind to stick together to be together to lay together to mate together to fight together to defend together to work together as one, that's supposed to be a natural thing. Everybody's following the natural order from the white man to the so-called Jews, the Arabs, the Eastern, they all following the natural order, and they're not even natural people. You all are natural people, and you are following an unnatural and disorderly uh, um, um, ritual of individuality. This is why, like I said, you all will sit up here, and you won't point to yourselves you won't point to black degeneracy. And again, black degeneracy is not just committing crimes, not just being the degenerate. Black degeneracy is also being non-cooperative, combative with each other against our people coming together. That is black degeneracy. If you see these so-called black males, I them, oh, we don't need no community. Oh, we don't need no leaders. Oh, we don't need no this. That. If you see that, that's a form of black degeneracy right there. That is a form of black degeneracy. You see, if you see so-called black people up here telling you, oh, uh, uh, ain't nothing wrong with LGBT or ain't nothing wrong with being uh, 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 any, any parts of this degenerate behavior, if you see so-called black people telling you that and calling these people brothers and sisters, if you see that, then you know what? These people are destroyed by black degeneracy, not white supremacy. They are destroyed by black degeneracy because, like I said, you ask the average so-called black person today how they feel about homosexuality, they'll tell you right now it was to be a time where they'd be like, that was wrong. Wait, anybody told me this. Now you ask them today, oh, well, you know, everybody, you know, you, you, you can't help who you love. You know, you can love who you want to love. Ain't nothing wrong with that as long as you ain't hurting nobody. So basically, you, they have gotten you to accept a form of degeneracy. They have gotten you to accept a form of degeneracy, but you chose to accept that form of degeneracy. 
you chose to accept that form of degeneracy. You see, you have to accept something before anything. You have to accept something before anything. You have to accept something before anything. Nobody can force anything on you. I, I, like I said, it blows my mind how you so-called black people talk about the so-called white man. You talk about the so-called white man like he a supreme being, like he came down out of the skies, he a superman and all this other stuff. But in your minds, really, in your delusional minds, y'all really see him that way. You don't want to say it, but you do. That's part of your black degeneracy, that you put somebody else up on a goddamn pedestal. Somebody who's weak and recessive, you put on a pedestal while you down in your own people. That's black degeneracy. You so-called black woman to take the lay with the white man and these other races over your own kind, you that's black degeneracy. Mixing your seed with these people, that's black degeneracy. You see? These are the things we must get away from as a people. But like I said, so-called black people are not going to address this because they want to still blame white people. They want to look at and blame white people. You see? They want to keep blaming white people. See, that's all that's about. Because they don't want to blame themselves. They don't want to blame themselves for their situation. Because, see, when you blame yourself, what did I say? When you blame yourself and you know that the only solution to your problem is to fix yourself, to alter yourself, to fix your people, alter your people, then you get to work on your people. Like I said, that's when people will start to stand up and take notice and will start to respect you. Not that you're doing it for people respect. You're doing it for the respect of the greatest people of the world, your own respect. You don't even respect yourself. Stop looking for other people to respect you. Learn to respect yourselves first. It is not respectable for you to sit up here and blame other people for your situation. Like I said, I blame black people for slavery. I said it and I mean it. Ain't no super race of people came out the sky and put black people in chains. No, that's not what happened. No super race of people came out of the sky and put black people in chains and made them work. That's not what happened. What happened was, what had happened was they do what they always do. They beguile and fool you simple-minded Negroes. They come as friends. They come as friends. They come as your friends, and then they turn around because they were never your friends, and they deliver that system to you. They give you the business. They deliver that system to you, you see, and they all support the system. Whether you want to call it a system of white supremacy, I don't call it a system of white supremacy because I don't feel as though and I don't think that it is a supreme thing for people to do that which is supposed to be natural to them and what that is to come together and cooperate with each other. You so-called black people still haven't done that yet. You don't stand up and praise organizations like the Nation of Islam when it was under the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You don't step and praise organizations like Dr. Malachi Z. York and them because you'll call them a cult leader, something you learned from the white man. But you'll sit up here and talk about how powerful the Jews are. You'll sit up here and talk about how powerful the Italians are, all these people who stick together. These people who have a core belief. These people who have a core belief in their people. See, you so-called black people don't think like that because, like I said, you have no real identity. You have no real direction. 
You have no real leadership. So, therefore, you have no next game. There is no next level to what you're doing. You see, everything that you do in life is supposed to have a higher level, a reason, a greater reason as to why you're doing it. See, when we get together, see, now, when I mention our so-called black people getting together, coming together collectively as a community, the first thing black people thinking about is socializing. That's the first thing they're thinking about. They're thinking about socializing. That's the first thing they're thinking about. The first thing they're thinking about is socializing. They're not thinking about nothing else. They ain't thinking about, oh, we're going to protect our community. We're going to raise our children. We're going to start our own schools. We're going we're gonna to be an asset to our people. They ain't thinking about that. They're thinking about, oh, I, who, what man I'm going to meet in here, what woman I'm going to meet in here, who I'm going to have as my husband, who I'm going to have. That's the first thing black people are thinking about. The community is nothing but a social circle for black people. Just like school is a social thing for black people. You see, it's not what, you know, just like, of course, social media. And, you know, Tariq Nasheed, I give it to you, Tariq Nasheed. You made a good observation. You said social media was really set up to spy on black people. And I acknowledge that to be real. Because, look, who, who, who really uses social media? Who really uses social media? White people don't use social media like that. They don't. And if you see them on social media, it's some old bland, you know, uh, 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 milk, mayonnaise uh, 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 interactions with one another, some cornball interactions, you see. The ones who make Facebook popular, the ones that make Instagram popular, the ones who make uh, uh, TikTok and and, uh, whatever, Instagram, all these uh, 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 social media sites that make them popular is you so-called black people. You make these sites popular. You ain't like the white man. Like I said, they started the social media as a way to network and do business. That's really why social media started. But like I said, well, for them, for them, see, for you, it was to spy on you. For them, it was business. For you, it was to spy on you. For them, it was business. Because they know you so-called black people, you love to socialize. They know that. They know they they you know how they they look at things like those uh uh um those one eight hundred lines and those meeting up sessions and those social sessions even though you white people do it too but like I said you so called black plenty of fish them date naps and things like that that's all that's about you see that's nothing but socializing and what does the socializing bring does it strengthen community no no it doesn't. The socializing with you so-called black people, you know what it produces? It produces nothing but degeneracy. That's what it produces, degeneracy. Degeneracy at its finest. You see? That's what it produces. It doesn't produce anything other than that. That's why I said y'all need to stop with this nonsense about a black community. There's no black community. You have decided through your own negligence through your own laziness in trying to eradicate degeneracy from your communities, eradicate drug dealing from your communities, eradicate uh, prostitution from your communities, eradicate gangbanging from your communities, eradicate homelessness and people sitting around on, on drugs, drug addicts, and all this from your community. You Instead of eradicating that, instead of you men getting together and forming community watches and things like this and coming together, y'all don't want to do that because that's too much responsibility. You'd rather have the white police police your neighborhood. 
you rather have the white police police your neighbor than when they kill your children, when they shoot down your sons and your daughters. Oh, why they did that to us? You know why they did that to y'all? Because, like I said, feed off of black degeneracy. And where there is black degeneracy, you're going to get white degeneracy, whether it come in the form of a badge and a gun, in the form of government, in the form of anything, in the form of a force. That's going to come to you because you people, like I said, you would rather deal with black degeneracy. You'd rather live in black degeneracy. You'd rather blame other people rather than blame yourself. You rather blame the mother, the mother who the mother whose daughter goes out in the street and gets raped, right? She don't want to blame her daughter for putting on that tight skirt or, or that shortcut skirt. She wanna blame the men for um, grabbing her daughter up and raping her daughter. She don't want to blame her daughter for being an accomplice in that. Because when you put meat in front of animals, they're gonna eat or they're gonna try and tear or attack at that meat. You see? And I'm not just talking about so-called black men. I'm talking about all men on some level. Cover yourself. You dress decent. You don't have yourself out on display. But you can't tell a lot of these women that because, like I said, they vibrate on that frequency. And these are real frequencies of black degeneracy. When I say, because, see, people think I'm joking when I talk about a vibrating frequency. There is a vibrating frequency that people pick up on. You know what the vibrating frequency is? Because, like I said, I never want to talk about things that are not real. The vibrating frequency that goes through the air is the television, the radio, that what you see in cable. That's the vibrating frequency. That's the vibrating frequency. You see? That's the vibrating frequency that goes through the air and programs people. Programs people. It programs people to act a certain way. Behave a certain way. It programs people to be a, a combative and abusive toward one another. You see, because while they can, they're not they're not concerned and doing things to benefit themselves and community. Because, like I said this before, and I'll say it again, there should be no so-called black people, no so-called black people in their own communities that don't own all businesses in their community. Why is that black people don't own all the businesses in their community? They'll say, oh, you know what? I can't get a loan, so that's why I don't own the businesses in my community. No, you all are the same, so therefore you should be loaning yourselves money. Y'all should pool, pool the money and making sure that nobody's shopping in any stores that's not your stores. Nobody's buying buildings in your neighborhood but your kind, you see. But like I said, you have to think in a ruling class mentality. You have to think on a three-dimensional level. You have to think on a level of supremacy, real supremacy, and community. But you so-called black people don't think like that. But then you want to blame the white man because he do. You want to blame the white man because he excludes you from his so-called state of supremacy. And again, it's really that you're calling it supremacy. What it is to him, it's not even really supremacy. It's just him being cooperative. And he's being cooperative with one another out of survival, out of the necessity of survival. That's why they being the way they are, out of the necessity of survival. See, that's what it's about with them. It's all about survival with them. They cooperate and work together 
and Voltron together out of necessity. You so-called black people don't do it out of necessity. See, even the Republican mentally, this is based on necessity, man. This ain't based on oh, uh, 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 some social nonsense or some oh, uh, uh, some whim of new Dominicans. This is not a whim of new Dominicans. I didn't start this community as a form as a whim. Started as a necessity. I'm um, put it in me to you to know that us as a people coming together is a necessity for our survival. You see, I'm um, put it in me. Our ascendants put it in us that we have to come together so that they come together, so that they live together, so that they're one, so that they don't have. They're not coming up with an individual mindset. They know they come from a community. A community of men and women that they're going to grow up in the image of. You see, you don't when you don't think this far, when you don't think on this level, then you're going to, of course, you're going to turn around and blame somebody else for why you're not succeeding, why your people are not succeeding, why your people are at the bottom of the barrel. That's your fault. That's your fault. Don't tell me that some other race of people, some other people are responsible for your circumstances. Don't tell me that. Unless you're going to tell me that these people come from the damn planet Krypton and they got superpowers and they can't die, they can't whatever. Unless you're going to tell me that, don't give me this nonsense about other people being responsible for our circumstance and our situation. Don't give me that bullshit. That's just a, like I said, that's just a scapegoat. White people are a scapegoat. They are a scapegoat for you so-called black people who really want to practice black degeneracy and you use white supremacy to hide behind. You use white supremacy to shield your dirty practice of black degeneracy. You use white supremacy to shield your practice of black degeneracy. Because like I said, when Tariq Nishia, I use him as an example again, you know, oh, he talk, oh, it's always a coon that's talking about black on black crime. Oh, but black people, everybody commit crimes on their people. But wait a minute. Black people are supposed to be different. Black people are supposed to be different. We're supposed to be different from everybody else because of what we went through. If you say we are special people, just by virtue of that idea that we are special people because of what we went through, our, 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 our resilience and all this other stuff, if that's so, then that means we got to be on a higher level than everybody else. We can't do what everybody else do. So don't sit up here and tell me, oh, well, see, other people do this. No, we ain't judged by the same standard. We shouldn't be judging ourselves by the same. If we're going to say supremacy, we got to mean it. That means we got to clean up our own backyard. We got to clean up our own house. If you refuse to clean up your own house, don't sit up here and be mad at people because they're not going to clean it up for you. And, and, and like I said, yeah, they made problems for our people. Of course they did. Yeah, they did. But what's the answer? To keep you want that you want to tell me logically it makes sense to go to the very people who you call devils, to go to the very people who you call demons and white supremacists and evil. You gonna go to those same people and ask them for something? Are you serious? You gonna go to the same people that you call demons and devils and people who are wicked and all this? But you're going to them for education. You're going to them for the want of all things. If you are a supreme people, then you should not want to go to these other people for anything. Anything. Your your focus should be on making your people independent. You see? You niggas want to be dependent. You want to be dependent. You don't want to be independent. You see? 
Somebody was saying something to me a couple of days ago, talking about how when these foreigners come here, whether it be the Africans or the East End, whoever, they come here, they can get loans to come into black, so-called black neighborhoods and open up businesses and stuff like that. These Arabs, they can get loans from the bank, low-interest loans to open up stores and all this other stuff and, and, and get money and all this other business. But yet they see they offer them a chance at independence, but they turn around and tell you black people to get on welfare, get on Section Eight, right? They tell you to get on welfare in Section Eight. They ready to offer you welfare. They ready to offer you Section Eight, but they ain't ready to offer you no money for no business grant, money that you don't, money that your people spend into the society in taxes. They rather offer you in um, dependency. Rather than independency, why? Because they know your people will take it first. You so-called black people would rather take independent. Uh, you rather take dependency over independence any day. They know that. They know you'd rather take a welfare check. You rather take a damn stimulus check, a welfare check, reparations, whatever. They that you rather take over going and just pulling your money together as a people and working together and pulling yourself out of this ditch because that's what you could do. That's all that's gonna work. That's all that's going to work. Y'all use this excuse of Black Wall Street. Y'all been using this Black Wall Street excuse forever. You've been using this Black Wall Street excuse forever. You see, that, that excuse done got old. You see, when we tried to build up, you know, they want they bomb us. They want to kill us. Man, no. Nah. No. What does that got to do with today? What does it got to do with today when all of y'all are supposed to be pulling together? You see, like I said, the strength of the white man is they work in a system and they work together. They systematically work together like ants. Ants are strong. Ants are very small and whatnot, but they're strong because they work together. They can strip a whole damn animal down. You see, ants. Why? Because they do it together. They realize that their strength comes in them working together. You so-called black people don't realize that that's why you are in a state of degeneracy. You are in a state of degeneracy because you only care about yourselves. You only care about your own individuality. You don't care about the collective. You don't care about the group. You don't care about your people. But you want to you want to claim black community. You want to claim, oh, black people should get together. When something bad happens, black people this and black people that. But then when everything's all right, oh, I'm my own God. I ain't following nobody. Leadership is played out. We don't need to follow no leader no more until, like I said, something happened to you. Then you're looking for somebody to defend you, get get you some money, do that in the third. Then you want to talk about blackness again. So like I said, like I said, these are forms of black degeneracy. These are forms of black degeneracy. This has nothing to do with white supremacy. White supremacy came later. Black degeneracy had to exist before white. I'm going to say it again. Black degeneracy in the minds of our people on some level had to exist in order for white supremacy to work. You see, because the white man would have to come to the people who got a problem. They look for see if there's a rift, there's a problem. You know, are these people got the one group of the people got a problem with the other, and they find out where they can exploit that because y'all ain't supposed to ha- never have no rift or no rip amongst each other. They always supposed to. See you in a state of unification And see that's what made black people powerful In the 70s you know Our people calling each other brother and sister Wearing your natural hair Being being brotherly and sisterly toward one another You see this, everybody noticed that about our people You see They noticed that about our people Because we came out of the 60s The prior decade you know 
still acting like coons and sambos and having conks and perms in your hair. So you come out of that wearing your natural hair with a whole new level of consciousness, calling each other brother and sister, looking at each other as brothers and sisters for real. And that caused people to take notice. You see, when our people do something, make a powerful statement like that, when they make a powerful statement like that, a statement of brotherhood and sisterhood, when they make a powerful statement to put away degeneracy, to put away this individual selfish mentality, that's a level of supremacy right there. That's a level of maturity right there. That's a step in the right direction. But you so-called black people, you ain't going to do that. Like I said, when you've seen the Honorable Elijah Muhammad doing that in the Nation of Islam, how many black people support them? The Nation of Islam might have had at its height 80,000 members. Might have had an entire 80,000 members out of millions of black people. Out of millions of black people, the nation of Islam might have had 80,000 people when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was around. And that took him 40 years to do that. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you about the mindset of black people and their, their understanding for the need of a community? There is, no, there is no understanding there. And if there's no understanding there for the need of a community, then, again, there is no community. There is no hope for a people. Let me take a call. 314, you're in the air. Yeah, I was attracted to your show because of the topic. How you doing, Mike? My How you name doing? is Pianchi. Okay. I don't think... Yeah, it's... Uh, <clears throat> I have to go with the the latter of the two choices is black is degeneracy. What? Yeah, black degeneracy. And, yeah. and it's not all, but it's a lot. And it's no certain reason why. Surely ain't no slave syndrome like we hear a lot of people talking about. This stuff starts in the home. There's no respect for authority for a lot of reasons. No respect for authority when you go to school. Of course, it works out in the streets. And news media and other profiteers is taking advantage of this, and they're profiting. Mm -hmm. You know, I was doing a study. Let me tell you something. I was doing a study down in Louisiana on the school academic performance. And, you know, uh, there are schools in Louisiana that have a majority black population. Then the name of the school, because they were talking about changing the name of the school from that of Confederate soldiers, American soldiers, what they really were. You know, in schools like Robert E. Lee and Andrew Jackson, where they have a majority population, that the blacks in those schools and the majority population of minorities are blacks. Blacks in those schools are outperforming the schools that have names after black heroes. Can you imagine that? So what it means is that these children are coming from parents, coming from homes and families that prize education and does what they want, what they need to have done for them to succeed. Another point real quick. You got people talking about separation. All these different groups, and you got them getting the attention of Democrats. But when black parents ask for separation in the form of school choice with vouchers so they can take their children out of the present traditional 
system that they're in, environment that they're in, where they're not getting educated. These children may be coming from poor households, poor families, but the family is functional, and they try to do everything that they can. Why come they will let those blacks separate? No, they don't want to. They want to keep them all there in that same environment where you're actually hurting that child that does what they're supposed to be doing. Now, how well, you stop this degeneracy? Well, you have to go back to the point in time when it didn't exist to the extent that it does. And if you ain't got no family, where a father is there raising the children, and where a daughter can see what the daughter would know what to look for in her husband when she see it played out between a mother and a father, I don't know what to tell you. So I thank you for the opportunity to come on your show and contribute. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Continue listening. Okay. We're going to take a little break. We're going to take a nice little break, and uh, we shall be right back.
like I said, we are responsible for our own selves. You see, when you say that people are responsible for you, people are responsible for your circumstances, situations, people who walk like you, eat like you, sleep like you, go to the bathroom like you, die like you. How do you put people above you and say that they're the reason why you're in the condition you are in? Like I said, this whole white supremacy thing is really just a scapegoat from a bunch of degenerate black people who refuse to come together. Yes, yes, all white people, uh, so-called white people, for us, no. Are they against us? No. They're not for or against us. They're about themselves. They're about themselves, and, and they should be. They're not doing nothing wrong when they got to be about when they're about themselves. You so-called black people want to be included in that. You are not included in that. This is something that you all can't get through your head. You are not included in their plans for the future. You are not included. So. What happens when you're not included? You either try to force your way in or you start to degenerate. Never once did you say, you know what, I'm gonna, we, we need to come together and work on ourselves and solve our own problems. When you get so-called black people to do that, you know what y'all call them? You call them cult leaders. You call them, you call them child molesters. You call them Uncle Tom. You call them every name in the book. You slander them. That's what you did to Donald Elijah Muhammad. You know, Donald Elijah Muhammad was not really liked by black people. You you like Malcolm X though, but you didn't like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You like Malcolm X, see, because Malcolm X, when he left the Nation of Islam, he was one of the people that sowed the seeds of dissension within the Nation of Islam. He sowed the seeds of dissension, and a lot of you so-called black people, that's really why you started loving Malcolm X because he sowed the seeds of dissension within the black nation, the so-called black nation. That the Honorable Elijah Muhammad worked to build up and clean up his people. See, y'all hated that this man was doing this because he was forcing our people to take responsibility for themselves. And like I said, it takes a real man, it takes a real woman to stand up and take responsibility for themselves who say, you know what, nobody's a problem but me. Nobody's a problem but us. We got to fix ourselves. We can no longer blame other people for our condition. No matter whether they hate us, whether they hate our guts, whether they don't want to see us succeed, like I said, our desire our burning desire, our, our burning desire, our burning necessity should always be to succeed, whether it, whether it costs cost us our lives or it costs them their lives. Because I hate this narrative that you niggas have when it comes to so-called white men. You know, it's like y'all starting to say liberty or death, freedom or death. You usually mean death for who? Death for you or death for the people who are trying to oppress you. Because if anybody tries to oppress you, then you should put those people to death. You should put the, the people to death who are trying to oppress you, but make sure that the person that is oppressing you is not the person that's looking you in your mirror, looking you in the mirror every morning. You see, because a lot of you so-called black people, you rather push your state of oppression off on somebody else. Like I said, if it's that simple. If anybody's going to oppress you, anybody's going to stand in your way, then you get rid of those people. You get rid of the people that out that are in your way. You see, that's how you do that. The same way other people do, you do. But like I said, you so-called black people, you don't do things, you know, for the betterment of your kind, of your people. Who does the so-called white man blame? Who does he blame when things don't go right for him? Who do these other races of people blame when something don't go right for them? They blame themselves. 
and they fix themselves. If we ain't got enough schools, then goddamn it, get your money together and make create your own schools. If we ain't got enough, if we ain't got enough money, then goddamn it, pull your money together and you got a bank. You got two, you got ten, fifteen, twenty banks. Pull your money together. You see, you don't like that there's no so-called designers, then create your own designers. You don't like that these magazines, then create your own magazines. You don't like that, oh, there's no representation of our people on television. Then you know what? All your money, all y'all get your money together and start your own black television network, so-called network, with, with only so-called black, no white people involved. Y'all do that. You know why y'all won't do that? Because y'all still got the minds, like I said, of children. You don't want, you don't think that you can really do anything on your own without the help of white mommy and white daddy. So who really puts the white people on a pedestal of supremacy, if not you? Don't say that white people see themselves that way because to white people, they just behave normally. They think it's normal for them to squad up. It's normal for them to come together. It's normal for them to Voltron and work together and unify. That's in their genetic makeup for them to do that for the, pur- for the um, purpose of work and survival. See, that's not in our people. You got to really go hard to convince our people that they got to come together and things like that. You got to go hard. You see? But see, in in reality, you only really got to go hard for the hard-headed. You got to go hard for the hard-headed. And then after a while, you figure, you just basically figure out that there's no help in the hard-headed. There's no help in the people who have decided to be willfully ignorant, who have decided to not stand up for their people, who have decided not to come together and blame thyself for your situation to be and to become a community. Y'all ain't ready to do that. You're not ready to do that. Like I said, you do got a lot of black people amongst, you know, amongst your own kind. I saw something today where this uh, so-called black male was begging people in, in the streets for money, begging the white man and all of for money here, here in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, begging the white, begging white man for money. Then some uh, some other nigga come out of nowhere, some old nigga, and he started punching the guy and kicking him, telling him to get off the block. Because the white man said no. He said, you heard him say no. Get out of this. So, like I said, I said, that's perfect. Because what that shows you is there's, whenever there's a white man around, there's not no, there's always a black guard dog or attack dog not too far away, Uncle Tom. He's going to jump on another so-called black man and punch and kick him because he's asking because that guy was asking a white man for money, and the white man said no. So he felt it was his duty to jump on another so-called black man, punch him, kick him, degrade him. That's black degeneracy at its finest. That is black degeneracy. Like I said, black people are embedded with black degeneracy. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, the problem is not white supremacy. The problem is black degeneracy. The problems always start at home. The problems do not start anywhere else. The problem started home, and the solution started home. Just like the problem started home, the solution started home. Because y'all wasting your time trying to talk to the white man. You're wasting your time trying to explain to them why, why racism was wrong and evil, and that we not monkeys, and that we not niggas, and that we just as good as you. No, 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 no. We better than you. At least when we're in our right state of mind. We're better. But a lot of y'all, like I said, y'all got that coon amnesia. You got that old coon slave amnesia. Well, you start actually believing that these people who are thrown in front of you, these people who are put here to so-called represent you, 
be it in entertainment, be it in politics. These people are not for the evolution of us. They're not for the evolution of of us. They're not for the evolution of our people. They represent black degeneracy, and you must cut these people off. You see, this got to go, and it has to go because, like I said, we at a time now where people are starting to arise out of the ashes, like Phoenix. The Phoenix bird rises out of the ashes, and so do people. And the ashes, I told you before, represent the ruins of our people who were told they were black. That represents the ruins. The people were ruined mentally. They represent the ruins. You see, one day we're going to look back at the skulls of our people in this time period, and we're going to look at the people of the, the ancient people who were on the ruins in the walls. Like you can go back in Mesoamerica, going into Mexico and places like that, you see our people everywhere. That was a state of supremacy for them. That was normal for them to be great, to be supreme, to be better, to be greater. That was normal for them. And then you get people who come in and they want to be below average. They want to be below average. They don't want to be about the evolution of their people. They don't want any leadership. They don't want anybody to lead. They don't want anybody to follow. They don't. They just want to be heard, and most of what they got to say is nothing, just because they want to be heard. They even go so far as to bring that degenerate behavior into and around their children, their own people. They bring this behavior around, but then they want to turn around and talk about white, the system of white supremacy. They want to talk about the system of white supremacy. No system, no system is effective and can work unless you've got willing participants who are going to work within that system. You see, mm-hmm. people have to work in that system. People have to okay that system. People have to say, all right, I'm with that. That's why I said when you see so-called white people out here talking, oh, I'm not for racism, that's a lie. That's a lie. They're not for that. Why? Because it invades their mindset and it causes our people to become more and more delusional. It becomes it causes our people to become more mentally delusional. When you have to constantly be told that you have to bow at the altar of Caucasians because of the academia, because of the whatever they got going. The entertainment. When you're told that you have to bow down, uh, buck your eyes, you know, get a pat on the head and you go and actually do that. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? That these people suffer from black degeneracy. White supremacy is not the issue. It never was. Black degeneracy is. Same way those people are on the reservations, you so-called Native Americans on the reservations, like I said, same way you are. Then, you know, now, but you see how you were back then. Degeneracy comes in all different colors, 
comes in all different shapes and sizes, but degeneracy is degeneracy. Degeneracy is degeneracy, no matter what. And we have become prisoners of this amongst our own. We have become prisoners amongst our own in this. Our own family members will point us to degeneracy because they think that's where we belong, in a state of degeneracy. I'll explain when I come back.
everything our people have been through in the society, after everything we've been through on this planet as a people, after everything we done seen on this planet, this shows you that we are a force to be reckoned with when we are in our right minds. You see, I said this before and I say this again. You know, these people do what they do to our people because our people are not together. They do what they do to our people because our people are not together as a force, a force of righteousness. Our people are not standing together as a force of righteousness, so people are able to come and do us wrong as individuals in the society. This is because we're not standing together as a force of righteousness. People who stand up for that which is righteous that which is supreme, that which is us supposed to be greater. Like I said, there is no force greater than us. But y'all believe otherwise. That's why you come up with terms like white supremacy. You see, I told you before and I tell you again, I said I suspected all these people who are now all of a sudden talking about the system of white supremacy, these niggas are getting a check, man. I told you, these people are trying to drill that idea of a white supremacist system in your head. There is no white supremacist system. You know why? Because if, and I say if, 
our people were one together, where it's not just one. One becomes 1,000. 1,000 becomes 100,000, you see. In other words, if one person is disturbed, two persons, 100,000 people respond, you see. One to the 1,000 to the 10,000 to the 100,000 power. In other words, let one person get harmed by these people. 100,000 are so supposed to respond and turn up and kind all over the place. Turn up, tear up, terrorize. The word terrorize was talking about the terror that was inflicted on the planet because the word terror is another way of saying earth. So when you terrorize someone, you inflict bodily harm on these people collectively. And I say this before, I'll say it again. If one person is harmed, 100,000 is supposed to turn up and show up and show out. See, again, you so-called black people, you've been through the things you've been through, and it was meant to be a mental jolt to you. It was supposed to be a mental jolt to you when y'all got hung out of trees, when you were getting castrated, when your women were getting raped, when you men were getting buck broken. See, all those were meant to be jolts to you, a sign that you were supposed to be getting knocked into a state of power, that you were supposed to come into that form, that charge. Because whenever something shocking happens to you, whenever something uh, uh, um, so tumultuous and treacherous and something so degenerate happens to you, it's going to make you do one or two things. It's either going to make you more and more weak and docile, or it's going to turn you into a wild, crazy, focused destroyer with no, none, no form of fear, no form of regret. No form of mercy, you see. And when y'all turn, when niggas turned up like that back in slavery, you seen all them Caucasians, all them people that was uh, the slave masters calling you nigga and whipping you and all. You seen all the bitch come out of them. All the bitch came out when you turn up, when y'all turn up together. When you get in that state of mind, you stop being a bunch of faggots, you men. And your women stop being, you stop taking your shit from your women, you see, and your children, and you stop letting niggas control your your neighborhoods because you don't have no community. You got a bunch of neighborhoods full of niggas. That's what you got, raw and uncut. You don't have no community. You got a neighborhood full of niggas. See, because in order to have a community, you have to have a community law to follow and a community order, and there has to be law and order and leadership. And the men have to follow and the women have to follow equally. Ain't nobody going to say, oh, I ain't doing this. What? Excuse me? Then you got to get the hell up out of this community. You can't be here. We're not raising unruly people. You see, this is why we're in the condition we're in now. Because trust me, if they knew that if they did something to one person, 100 people, 100, 100, 10,000 people was going to show up and tear shit up. You stop seeing that stuff get done. They know that a swarm of bees are going to come and tear shit up, tear their ass up, go to their houses, go to wherever they are, their buildings where they hide, and they tear shit up like a swarm of bees and keep stinging. You wouldn't see this. 
But see, you, you like I said, you niggas ain't y'all y'all ain't y'all ain't wired for that. You ain't wired for that. Even in even in a lot like I told you in the buck breaking thing with Tariq Nasheed where he's showing you what is always the key thing they show you in slavery. They always show you the black man getting whipped by the and or the or by the white man or the white man and the black man standing there, black men standing there watching, or they showing you the uh, 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 the black the white man making the other black man whip him. And he and he loving it. He loving his job. Like the nigga that chased other so-called black men off the street for asking a white man for some money, kicking at him. See, I told you those demonic, degenerate, de- degenerate spirits that and you so-called black males, that Uncle Tom spirit always come out of y'all. Steven, that Steven from the Django spirit. You know? That Uncle Ruckus spirit. That black degenerate spirit. You know, the nigga that sells drugs in his own neighborhood, but then when he gets some money and move around white people, then all of a sudden he's a good citizen now. He don't want to mess up the neighborhood. You see, that type of guy. Or that, that black that uh, the, uh, the black the black queen who talk crazy and disrespectful to the so-called black man, but then get with a white male, and next thing you know, she's talking proper. She's got manners. She knows how to act. You see? That's what I'm talking about, black degeneracy. That's what destroys our people. That's what destroys our people. And anybody who's not sitting up here saying that that's the real problem, that that's the real problem, don't trust them. If you see any these pro-black, uh, 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 pro-black uh, um, boule, uh, 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 oh, it's white people, white supremacy fault for why we in this condition we in. Oh, it's the white people. But you, if you see people that's still talking like that, but they refuse, they absolutely refuse to point out the degeneracy of black people that they black people do every day in their neighborhoods, every day, from drug dealing, right, to gang banging, to to uh, women, girls being sluts and whores. Having babies all over the place. If they're not pointing that out, if they're not saying that this is the problem, then guess what? They're not pointing none of that out. They're not saying this is the issue. Why? Because, like I said, they want to believe that it's somebody else responsible for their situation. Black people don't want to admit that they are responsible because, again, if you have to be responsible for your own uh, your own decisions in life, if you have to be responsible for your own actions in life, then guess what? Guess what? Everything falls on you. See, you ain't got a scapegoat no more. You ain't got the white man system to blame no more. See, that was that was that was cool twenty, thirty years ago when you had a bunch of simple minded black people that actually believed in this white supremacy thing. Like I said, I'm not calling nobody no white supremacist. If your ass ain't come from another planet, if you can't fly and run the fast and the speed of light, and you ain't coming from another planet, and you ain't and and you ain't able to get shot or killed or put to death, then goddamn it, I ain't calling you no fucking white supremacist, man. I'm not calling you no white supremacist. I'm not bowing down to you if you could die like me. You niggas are out of your mind, man. You are out of your mind, raw and uncut, and that go for all you so-called black people. Like I said, when the honorable Elijah Muhammad was calling the white man the devil, why y'all putting your head down like that? That like that coonstrip Sonia Sanchez. She's like, oh, when you know when Malcolm was talking like when he was in the nation of Islam, you know, we was like, we feel he can't talk like that. He, he can't say that about white people. 
Man, he can't talk like that. Who are we not supposed to listen to? Like little children. I told you I got the minds of children. You all bossed up and grown up when it comes to each other. You talk all crazy to each other. You jump up in each other's face. White man, <laughs> your head down. You see? All that tough talk out the window. When your daddy come home or your mommy come home, your head down. You ain't talking tough no more. You see? All that go out the window. You see? They shouldn't be, like I said, your women want to be out here and they want to be liberated. They want to be liberated. They want. They don't want to follow no law, no order. But then when the so-called white man in the police uniform gaffle their ass up, grab them up, throw them up against the car, put his hands all up in their behinds and all their breath and, and degrade them, then throw them in a the jail cell and hang them from a jail cell, Sandra Bland, then you wonder why that happened. You wonder why that happened. You see, when that girl got shot, where they, the police say that, oh, they mistook our house for a trap house and whatnot. There shouldn't be no trapping going on in your neighborhood. You see, that way the police ain't got no reason to come to your neighborhood. But you niggas, you let niggas trap in your neighborhood, love sell dope and drugs in your neighborhood. They ain't going to go to the white man neighborhood and sell no drugs. They'll come to their own neighborhood and destroy it. And thus, that brings the police to your neighborhood. And then when they shoot somebody and they kick in the door, no knock warrant, you want to blame the police. What is the police doing in your areas in the first place? They shouldn't even be in your area because you're supposed to have your area so tight where ain't no drug dealing going on, ain't nobody getting harmed, nobody getting assaulted. That's not even supposed to be because if you are righteous men, if you are truly righteous men, you so-called black men, then you're not going to allow this to take place in your neighborhoods. You're not going to allow this. But you so-called black men have become, you have become, how you say, you have become, um, how you say, you have become complicit. You have become complicit in your own disruption. You have become complicit in that because your morals are off. Your desire, the things you think you need in this world, your mind is off. You see? You see the so-called white man, he's not confused. You Negroes are confused. He ain't confused. You see? Trust me, when it comes time for them to get on point and get together, they, like I said, they Voltron. They're going to get together. They're going to make sure that they are in the driver's seat. They're going to make sure things are working out for them. They ain't going to be sitting around blaming nobody. The energy that you use to sit around and blame other people is the same energy they use to get together and change things and make things happen for them. That's the energy they use. What do you do? Oh, you know, the the system of white supremacy is why we can't get nothing. And, again, a lot of them people that talk that system of white supremacy shit, the people that talk that, they want to be a part of the system of white supremacy. That's really what they're pissed off about. I told you that. They don't, they, they only sitting up here placating and catering to so-called black people because you are where the money is. You're where the money is. You're where the YouTube views are, where the money is and everything else. But they would rather, they would much rather be amongst white people. They would much rather be amongst white people, being accepted by them, getting the money like them. They would much rather be amongst white people, living amongst them, uh, hanging around with them, getting drunk, getting high with them. You see? Like I brought up that thing about Lord Jamal and and, uh, and this guy, DJ Vlad. You empowered DJ Vlad. You, along with like, you other Negroes, you helped empower this white man, this Jew. You, impl- you empowered DJ Vlad. Y'all made him a millionaire. And y'all got nothing for that. But you niggas don't think y'all still got a slave mentality. 
Lord Jamar, you a 5%. You're supposed to be a god and whatever, as you say. Like I said, but you don't think you still got a slave mentality. You helped made a white man a millionaire. Y'all ain't got nothing to show for it. That's not a slave mentality. But if you say it to niggas, be ready to fight you. What you talking about? They ready to boss up on you. But that's what really happened. You so-called black men are slaves. And you are degenerates. You are slaves to degeneracy. So And you black females. So let me go ahead and answer these questions before we get out of here. Has white supremacy or black degeneracy destroyed our people? Black degeneracy, hands down. Because there can be no white supremacy unless black degeneracy exists. White supremacy is built on black degeneracy. You and your hood smoking crack, selling dope, killing each other, gang banging, shooting, you know, uh, messing with young girls and stuff like that, getting young girls pregnant, all this degeneracy going on. So then when the white man comes in and gentrifies your neighborhood, when he, the police come in and lie, take over everything and, and kick and lock you niggas up in jail and whatnot, oh, see, they're gentrifying our neighborhood. Why are they doing that? Because you niggas ain't did nothing with the neighborhood. You let it go to shit. You let it go to shit. That's why. Through your degenerate behavior and your neglect. Why is white supremacy blamed? Because that's a good scapegoat. That is a good scapegoat for people who don't want to be responsible. Anybody still talking this white supremacy crap, blame thyself. Because there could be no white supremacy without black degeneracy. Like I said, if our people were standing up ten toes tall, ten strong, ten toes up and whatnot and ready to fight and kill to survive, fight to the death, and that means to the opponent's death, not yours, but if it comes, so be it. If you was thinking like that, if you was on that type of time, trust me, you wouldn't be going through these problems, but they know you so-called black, you don't think like that. Y'all coons and sambos and Aunt Jemima's, just modern day. What is white supremacy? It's just white people sticking together, getting on cold, as Tariq Nasheed said, getting together, sticking together, and staying together. Because they know that's where their survival is. That's their power base. Is there such thing as black supremacy? Hell no. Hell no. There's black degeneracy only. What is black degeneracy? Basically what rules the black race today. Selfishness. Ego-driven. Envious. Demonstrative. Uncooperative. Combative toward one another. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Minkare. This is Ben Mentelec Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night. Mm-hmm.